Mike check one two one two. All right, we're live and running. What's happening, everybody? It's Pedro here from Living It Fresh. Today's episode is going to be about pressure. How do you deal about pressure? How do you move on from pressure? And all this stuff that builds into it, and that's going to be like consistency, discipline, and even your phone. All right, so I'll really break down the phone and. Everything that is getting mentioned is all about my own personal experiences. This has nothing to do with some facts of scientific proven this and blah, 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 blah. This is all what works for me. And if it works for you, great. Then follow along and I hope I can inspire you and get you some notes into your book so that you can share to somebody else. If it doesn't inspire you, well then hopefully you can pass on the word and we can inspire someone else. But no negative here, all positives. So today's episode is brought to you by Fresh Life Fitness, the only place where you can clear your mind, get results, and feel great about everything spiritually, mentally, physically, the works. They got it all there. Get a hold of them. There's only one trainer. His name is Pedro. He's the man. You know what I'm saying? So get with it and get together. So without further much to do, let's get on to the episode. So with our episode, I always like to start off with something beautiful. And this episode is going to be about the rain. So when we all come through and it's about to rain and you can just smell that scent that you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to rain. Can't you smell it? Well, I learned from a couple of high school students, mind you, and also Google because, you know, you got to confirm these kids nowadays. You can't believe them. So where this rain smell comes from is from the ground, the soil, the plants, Pretty much the earth has been dried out for a while and when the rain is coming it releases that aroma and from plants they have this oil buildup and it'll actually release that scent of the oil and get that aromas that scent going through you so it's not the rain that you're smelling it's the ground the plants all that good stuff and it's called, um, it starts with a P, Pacitricol uh, or something like that. You guys will figure it out. You guys are YouTubers. So anyways, that's the catch of it. It's, all, it's not the rain you're smelling. It's the soil and the oils and all that great stuff that Mother Nature has to provide for us. Awesome. So moving on with this. So what I want to talk about that someone brought up to me that they would love to hear. And I'm pretty much going off, off script, off the dome. And uh, today we're going to talk about um, pressure. And pressure is kind of what I'm going through right now. So when you have something that you want to discuss, but you don't have any notes, that's pressure. Because now I got to fill in a spot with a word so that I don't have a blank so that you guys are listening to nothing. So the pressure that builds up inside of me, it's actually easier released if I just talk randomly. And I had a good experience with this when I was recording a video recording and then recording a live stream. So when I was recording a video so that I can edit, chop it up and do all this stuff with it, it took me about 50 takes to get this video in Perfectville where I wanted it to be. 
and just going over and over and over again to the point where that once you're actually done and you feel great about it and you publish it, nobody wants to hear themselves after that phase. So when you're a live streaming it, it's all a mystery. And that's the beauty of pressure is that the more mysterious you can become with pressure, the easier pressure becomes. In relation to sports, if you knew you were going to play against some tremendous athlete, you just build yourself pressure. Now you're like, oh my gosh, you know, so-and-so is playing on them and this is not going to end out well. Like you're pretty much putting yourself in a loss before you even compete. So a thing that works for myself and myself only, unless it works for you guys if you try it out, is... I don't care who we play against and I don't care what any anything of a hype is about this this thing that's about to happen. It, it doesn't have to be about sports, it could be about anything, you know. All I care about is when I need to show up and what I need to wear. And when you kind of think in a simplistic mind like that, you actually perform in a better stage, you know, if you need to write a book and you need to gotta jot it down ASAP if you just kind of don't worry about writing the entire book and just focus on that one little topic you're going to excel drastically and then next thing you know it's like it's like the building block effect you know when you put one block down perfectly that's all you're focusing on is how perfect you can put that block down then you put the next one down it'll cause a domino effect in a positive way however that works but if you think about the big picture and all you're worried about is the big picture, it, it, you're going to crumble and it's not going to work out very well for you. So pretty much for myself, just not really caring about how things are going to happen before they happen and just going through the heat, that is what works for me. Another thing that works for me in, dis- in um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, pressure. <laughs> Another thing that works for me in pressure times is venting. So if I'm feeling like I'm venting out, and venting is not a verbal thing only. Venting out is, you know, I'm, I'm going to constantly go back to sports, but if I'm under pressure and things are about to go down, I'll vent out by sharing, you know, whatever sport I'm playing with, sharing with my teammates and getting my teammates involved. Because what happens is that the pressure comes off of me and now it's directed everywhere else to the point where when I'm by myself in this pressure moment again, it's not built up how it was supposed to be. It's real simple, I'm real calm, relaxed, and I'm going to produce with the best efforts that I can produce. So venting out and getting everyone involved, whether that's you know you really need to vent out verbally to talk to somebody or physically by doing an action, Venting out is a great way to deal with pressure. So always keep in mind that there's more than one way to do something. Whatever that something is, there's more than one way. Just figure it out in a different way. If it takes you 15 attempts to try to figure it out, then you'll figure it out that way. But the pressure will subside drastically. You won't just be built up and stuck in this corner. You'll find a way to get it going. So that's just touching up on pressure. We'll talk about way more pressure in more episodes. But just kind of keep the ball moving. 
Uh, next one I want to talk about is discipline. So how do you become disciplined? And this is something that for myself, again, I learned in terms of walking into discipline. Uh, if you cold turkey something, you you crave it. You know, whether that's an action, whether that's a food, whether that's a drink, it doesn't matter, whatever it is. If you are disciplined enough to stop doing it, most likely you had a good structure to become that way. And a great way to become disciplined is to plain and simple know your why why do you want to do whatever you are doing you know if you want to be a doctor why are you becoming a doctor oh because you know I, I can save a whole bunch of people's lives okay great that is a great why now you have to fall into what are you doing to become disciplined to do that goal so a great example would be if you need to study you know five hours a day that is that's the discipline you got to put in you're going to get all this FOMO, the fear of missing out. That's what FOMO means. And people are going to, you know, have an event. They want you to attend the event, whatever it is. And if you can be disciplined and not attend these events because you got your studying to do, that is going to take you where you need to go. And all discipline is, is knowing your why. Why do you want to do it? So my, my discipline is revolves around fitness. And I want to be not necessarily the best trainer around but I just want to be healthy enough so that I can hopefully spread positive feed to everyone that I get in contact with but in order for me to be this positive mind frame I need to do positive things and great uh, example was a buddy of mine offered me M&Ms you know M&Ms they got peanuts in it you know why not but it's the fact that I'm trying to lead by example in front of a crowd that I declined the M&Ms and they were just impressed that I could hold it back because back in the day, if you offer me M&Ms, I'll, I'll give you two M&Ms and I'll take the whole bag. <laughs> so it's just pretty much finding out your why. Why do you want to do whatever you do in life? You know, if you want to be a great parent. You know what I mean? If that's your why, like I want to be a great parent. When you go through things through your actions, you know, if like uh, if you want to be, if you want to teach your kids great health, you got to be healthy. You know, you got to do healthy things. You got to be communicative. I mean, uh, cooperative and, and and relaxed and things like this, to a degree that you can actually do good things for your kids to be a great example and just little things like that that'll help you figure out and how to sustain a great why and once you figure out your why it's almost impossible to stop you you know unless you're like myself and you put a cheesecake in front of me then oh you know ruined everything but that's not there nor now so we're moving on with that so discipline is a very big thing to achieve but discipline also has its friend and the friend is good old consistency you can't do nothing without consistency and when you got that consistent action if you the discipline works I said no to the M&Ms I'm now disciplined but if tomorrow comes and I'm not disciplined no more and I want and I eat the whole bag of M&Ms well then everything I just accomplished is just useless 
So try to stay focused with your discipline in terms of knowing your why, but stay hungry for your consistency. So being consistent every day. Consistency shows up every day. Not just two days a week, take a couple days off. It shows up every single day and it is a boss. And I'm not talking about boss like how we all know the word boss because I hate the word boss because nobody likes the boss at work. Everyone hates it. Low key, they all hate it. I'm talking about boss like trying to hype someone up. Like, yes, you are a big timer. And when you are consistent, over and over and over again the sky's the limit because once you grow consistency discipline occurs and like I said these all can go hand in hand in any kind of way but just knowing how, why you're going through these motions and, and the easiest thing too about consistency that most people fail is that they just don't go through the motions that's all you have to do when you're trying to be consistent, is just go through the motions. If you are writing a food journal and every single day of your food journal is just immaculate, you are eating like a champion. And then one day you fall off the boat and you don't do it. You don't, you know, eat like a champion. You eat like a loser. You know, you're over here eating like 15 cheeseburgers and, you know, 47 fries. It doesn't matter that that occurred. What matters is that you wrote down in your food journal exactly what you did because you went through the motions and going through the motion, even even when it comes to exercising, if you're going to do the exercise and you do it great, perfect. If today you weren't feeling, you know, you're just either mentally strained, you're physically ruined, whatever the circumstance is. If you can just go through the motions, you don't have to lift the heavy weights or study as hard as you got to do. Just go through the motions of doing the action. Uh, And a great example for myself is I'm doing my nutritionist course right now. And I just couldn't be bothered trying to set up a nutrition plan. Like it just wasn't, I just wasn't feeling it. And then all of a sudden, I went through the motions of opening up the laptop opening up the internet, opening up the tab, reading the stuff. Oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Doesn't matter. I open it up anyways. I glance at it. I read it. And sure enough, I answered four questions and then I got out of it. You know, there's probably like 200 questions to be answered, but I just answered four of them. Well, anyways, that was about five hours ago that I did this. And now I am like determined now that that bad mood person's out of the way, now I'm determined to finish the rest of it and do a couple more questions. And when you're not feeling it in the now, you're gonna feel it in the later. So just go through it and go experience the best of both worlds. When you, when you come across a negative, how do you know it's a negative? It's only a negative because it didn't go to your plan. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's a negative. So go through those motions, growth will occur, and consistency will be created, and discipline will be formed. So a whole bunch of that kind of cycle can happen from you just going through the motions, going through your habits, and just exploring life and loving life. So those are kind of the little trifecta of things to to kind of be aware of. 
if you can figure out a why, you, you'll become disciplined. Once you figure out your why to become disciplined, you'll become consistent because there's nothing going to stop you from your why. You are just so consistent. And then once you become those two, you'll know how to fight pressure. Pressure won't be anything that's going to be out of your control. A, a great Another great example of pressure that I would say I'm going through but not necessarily going through is I'm coaching basketball for high school girls and we have an opportunity to win the competition. We're in the top four, the top four teams, you know, one will play four, two will play three, winner of those two will play each other. Championship arises. Well, the pressure that I have upon myself is that I got to win these games, you know, for the school. But... It's not about the school because five years from now, the school will still be the school, but the players are no longer the same players. You know, they'll have different lives. They'll have great careers. They'll do whatever they want to do in life. But that's where pressure and the love of the game are separated from myself. So the school is like, you got to win these games. But I'm not going to teach to win. I'm going to teach for growth so that these girls can understand how growth works. And if it works on the court and we win, that's a bonus. But to see these girls get better and better every single game, and then I get the opportunity to play another game and possibly another two games, that is a win for me. So the fact that a school would be hounding on my back that we have to win this game, I have no pressure at all because I am privileged that I get the opportunity to coach these girls and see them grow and become better people, you know, and that's not trying to become them, have them become robots, you know, you only say this, you only do that, it's just you realize the life that you live yourself and you don't be a hypocrite to others, whether they're older than you or younger than you. You just live that life, live that stream, and greatness will occur because greatness is contagious. So live your life, there'll be no pressure. Live your life with a purpose, you'll create discipline. Create discipline, you'll be consistent, and then you'll become what you always were supposed to be. So, and it all forms with little things. And I'm just branching off topic to topic. So, I'm just trying to have no ums and buts and pauses so that you guys can actually have something decent to listen to. So, another great thing to keep in mind when you're living your own life is take out the I have to do something to I get to do something. And you will find that life is just beautiful. Life is like Forrest Gump. Like his mother told him, it's a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get, but I guarantee you, if you enjoy chocolate, you are going to enjoy everything life throws at you. And that's kind of the concept of it. So if you think to yourself, oh, gosh, I got to go to work today. It's just a miserable, negative vibe. But if you're hyped, you're like, yes, I get to go to work today. Just that positive energy for yourself, for your own thought process is going to create great positive vibes. And once you got to have that positive vibe, it's super contagious. I remember I went to uh, talk to somebody and I didn't even think about it because this is just how I normally talk now. And they were like, you know, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, I am great. And it caught them off guard because the average response is I'm good. You know, yeah, I'm good. How about yourself? And it's just like... 
it's just a simple answer that really means, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing whatever. Just stop talking to me because I'm not really trying to talk to you right now. <laughs> and that's what that's what I believe that when someone says that they're good and they want to talk like that, I believe that's how the answer really should be <laughs> responded. But if you can just change the little words like that, you're going to get the biggest difference. So just kind of stay in that mind frame and that positiveness. Everything is positive in life. Only negative that occurs is when you want it to be negative. So if you make everything positive, you are going to be a bright spot in everyone's life. You know, even your enemies are going to love you in some weird way. So that's kind of how that all that cycle of everything we just discussed works. It all works off a positive mindset. Stay positive, stay humble, and everything will be granted for you. Don't don't chase money. If you chase money, money won't come. Chase a purpose, money will follow. And so that's just kind of how that works off. So before I get out of here and kind of disconnect with this episode, I want to talk about one important aspect that may be unseen in most people's eyes, and that is the cell phone. And what I want to talk about the cell phone is how great the cell phone, and I'm not just talking about social media, I'm just talking about the cell phone in general, everything you can do with the cell phone. And, you know, for factors that would be going on the internet, going on a social media app, going on apps, going to look up your favorite sports team, going to just do a whole bunch of stuff on your phone and why it's important to disconnect from the phone. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced this, but I had the best time of my life when I was living in Australia. I had a cell phone. Everything was great. And then I moved back to Spokane in America And when I moved back, it was one of those things where my cell phone was still Australian. And when I went to America, I needed to get, you know, probably about a two week span of not having a phone. And my life was so great. The fact that, you know, when, when, when someone leaves you a phone call and they, and they, they got a missed phone call from somebody you kind of feel like, oh, like you go, th- you go through this war before you even go in. You're like, oh gosh, like, you know, what did so-and-so want? Like, oh, why did they want to talk to me about that? Oh, like, what could it be this? What could it be that? And the next thing you know, it's none of that. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just pocket dialed you. <laughs> so disconnect from the phone is a great thing. And a great way to disconnect your phone is not by putting your phone on silent. That's not disconnecting because you're still connected. You put your phone on off. You hit that power. If you have an iPhone, you hit that power button and that volume button together at the same time. SOS and power button both will come up. You just hit that power button off. If you just turn your phone off for, you know, let's say you're super busy and you just turn your phone off for a half an hour, it'll be the best half an hour of your life. And you will just feel like you're living in the now. You're not thinking about other people and all this kind of stuff because you can't. There's no way to connect. You just live in the now. You stay humble and everything is just great. And what happens is that when you actually turn your phone off, you become more um, aware, more focused. Everything that you're trying to do is now achievable. 
So if you can just find a way to just disconnect that phone, life is going to be great for you. And I don't want to talk so much about disconnecting the phone because I don't want to sound like this hypocrite that tells people to get off their phone. And then I'm over here talking to clients and family and friends and I'm just constantly on the phone. But disconnecting from the phone is not a negative thing. I'm not trying to say the phone is a negative thing. I, I embrace the phone. I talk to as many random people as I can on the phone and, you know, people who are out there. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you and the many more who are out there. I I literally have a thing where I just call a random person, you know, on a random time. And it'll be someone that I haven't talked to in like 5, 10, 20 years. But the fact that I called them and they picked up and we could see each other. And we were only supposed to have a five-minute phone call where I ended up on the phone for three hours really you know, sharing a great moment. You know, those those rarely come and those don't. I don't get that opportunity without the cell phone. But that also being said, I also have to live in the now, my surroundings, everything that I want to involve, revolve around, you know, it's, it's in the now. And the cell phone, when you turn that off, it'll allow you to live in the now. And I'm not saying turn your cell phone off and jump onto your laptop or your computer. You know, I'm just pretty much saying that your cell phone is your laptop and your computer nowadays. So if you can just find a way to disconnect from that whole technology stuff and get out and do something adventurous, you know, that it's the most beautiful thing ever. And some people like to go on, um, let's say, a journey or a travel or an adventure of any kind of sort. And they pull out their phone and they take a photo or a video of it. That's fine. But where it all goes south is when you instantly have to post it on a social media platform. Like the beauty about social media is nothing needs to be instant. Uh, You can even schedule stuff to be posted up. So just kind of use this time to... You know, if you're doing a business or something or if you're just having fun, you know, create content without having to immediately post it because nobody, you know, I'm not trying to be rude, but really no one cares that you just live that moment right then and there. If you post that same exact content five weeks later, it's going to be just as great as if you when you did do it. So you're better off just enjoying the moment, living in the now, record what you have to record. Maybe it's on airplane mode. I don't know. You know, just record what you got to do now. Don't post it up and just live in, live in the moment. Enjoy all the people around you because life is like that. You got friends that come and go because your journey, it, there's only enough on your journey for your family that you create. You know, after that, you know, friends, all friends will come and go. I have a great example of that. I mean, when I was living in the States, I probably had about, you know, let's just say 20 friends. And I moved to Australia, I gained 20 friends. I moved to another part of Australia, I gained 20 friends. I moved back to the States, I gained another 20 friends. Well, all these 20 friends are pretty much new friends. They're not like I got 20 friends and -and so-and-so else, I still talk to them all the time. I don't. You know, and that's what those random calls come into place because that will allow you to talk to someone again. So just think about it like that. Your 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 road to your life's journey, there's only enough room in there for, you know, a handful of people. And you're going to take up all that space with your immediate family. You know, if you got yourself a partner and together you guys have kids, you know, that's probably going to fill up the road that the seats for your journey 
So your friends are pretty much just your come your come and go. So, you know, I know a lot of people who actually stopped connecting with their friends because they just they're too busy with their family. You know, and it's a shame because great things evolved around a community. So that is just that. And like I said, I don't want to get too involved around the disconnecting of the phone, but just a little summary recap of this episode. It's revolved around pressure and pretty much how I deal with pressure. And hopefully if what I deal with pressure works for you, awesome. And uh, it also revolves around getting people involved with that pressure, you know, Pressure doesn't have to be all on your shoulder, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, you, you, it's always great to share, whether it's also good or bad, you know, but you'll find a way to make it positive. And then in order to deal with pressure, you must be disciplined. You must figure out why you want to do what you are doing. And once you figure out your why, discipline will be pretty simple for you. And it'll actually be a beautiful thing that you can just roll with with the rest of your life. And once you kind of roll with that for the rest of your life, you become consistent. And consistent is so hard to do. But all you need to do when you want to be consistent is go through the motions go through the project you know what i mean just get something done for that moment where it's going to be better than the next uh, the day before so you know if you were building a house and you put the frame up you know at least the next day you know put a couple of nails in there you know if you're not feeling it just make it so that it doesn't look the same and you wasted a whole 24 hours so that is what consistent is just going through the motion And then lastly, it's all about disconnecting your phone, living in the now, do it for a short amount of time, but just really feel great about yourself. What I like to do as well is I actually like to go for a walk like around the block, not nowhere too far where it's going to be like, you know, you want to listen to music or listen to a podcast like this one, (laughs) but just in, in a distance where you being disconnected from your phone is beautiful and that will allow you to actually look at the grass look at the street look at the trees look at the vehicles going by look at the sand wherever you're at doesn't matter but you'll actually live in the now when you have your phone in your pocket and you're walking down the street you know if you're listening to music you're not really in the now you're in the song you're the song reminded you of something of the past now you're living in the past You know, you're not living right now. You're not embracing the moment. And we're going to slowly get away from that if we kind of keep up this path. But I believe that as long as you work on yourself and you become that one building block, you're just going to create this beautiful mansion of plenty of rooms where people can come in and live in the now and enjoy the moment as well. So that is that. That's today's episode. And on top of all that, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a bunch of free stuff, a bunch of free fitness. Uh, if you live here in Australia, a bunch of free fitness down in a cotton tree area. That's around cotton trees, kind of like your Marichidor over here in the sunshine coast in Queensland, Australia. Uh, otherwise I'm going to try to do as much free stuff as I can online. Um, you know, it's hard to do free when you have responsibilities, You obviously have to find an income to provide for your responsible life. Uh, But once, you know, we can kind of find that, uh, I would love to just keep providing 
as much free information as I can so that hopefully someone can grow and they can inspire someone else so that this circle of positive vibes can just flow on for the rest of our lives. So that is that. Remember that the smell of rain is off of dry soil and the oils that have been dried up off of plants. It is not the rain itself. All right, you guys have been lovely. Thank you for listening this far. If you guys have any questions, do not hesitate to ask. If you want to contact me, obviously I'm in Australia. My phone number is 0432-854-564. Otherwise, you can find me on social media on all kind of platforms. I'm on Facebook, just my name, P-E-T-E-R-O dash F-A-R-A-G-K-E or you can find me on Fresh Life F-R-E-S-H space capital L capital Y capital F capital E gotta live that fresh life living your freedom every day it's an acronym and then you can also find me on Facebook Instagram uh, Snapchat shoot TikTok LinkedIn I mean I try to get around and I feel like people are like, oh, you know, you're just wasting your time. Maybe I am, but maybe that's my purpose. I'm supposed to waste time of my time so that I can feed everyone else with some good knowledge bombs. So get in contact. The more people I talk to, the happier they are, the happier I am. So just think about it like that. We make each other happy. We feed off each other. And we're just about to make this world a better place. One brick at a time. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Thank you.